Welcome back, everyone, to episode 28 of the Goat Heads podcast. I am Zach. This is my co-host, Tony. We got a we got a pretty bright episode to get into. And uh, Tony, why don't you lead us off? How have you been? I've been good. I'm preparing for a cruise right now, so we will not have an episode next week, probably in the most dire times. Might be, maybe we can do something at the end of the week when I get back, but this is the the push is happening. The they're back. We we counted them out maybe twice, three times now, and here they are. I think it was the last episode. I said definitely no playoffs. I said that mm-hmm. with my whole heart, and I meant it because I I believe our last episode was after a seven three blowout to Nashville. But some time has passed. Some some things have changed, and uh, we're back. Yeah, um, let's talk about Devin Levi while we're getting started. How can we not? That's the big story right now. Um, Sabres versus, why can't I? The Rangers. Yeah. Home game. Some people thought it would be in the go-ahead. It was not. But what a game from start to finish. I feel like at first the Sabres were playing strong defensively to kind of, like, easily buy in. He only faced, like, 11 shots in the first two periods. And then... Yeah, the uh, third is where he's getting his most work in. I'm assuming you listened to the post games with... Yeah. Uh, yes. Just him saying that the third was his favorite part because it was a tie game and the Rangers had a power play. And he loved that. And he was excited for that. Um, Yeah, he's a sick... We got a goalie sicko. Which is awesome. I mean, yeah, that's what you want in a goalie. You want a guy who's a competitor and wants to get... He's a goalie. He wants to stop the puck. And I think that third period, it was 2-2 and minute and a half left. Artemi Panarin has a point-blank shot in the slot. One of the best players in the NHL has one of the best shots. And Levi is with it the whole way. And he's a 21-year-old kid out of college. He was playing college hockey less than a month ago and for him to step in and, and play how he did was great and a, and a friend of the podcast asked asked me before the game what do we expect like what is your expectation for Levi what would make you happy and uh, I don't know about you but for me I didn't really need a win and I wasn't I didn't want to get my hopes too high for a rookie goalie because I know that's the toughest position on the ice I said maybe a few flashy saves and just something to know that he is going to be something. And I and I, I can't speak for you, and obviously we'll get to how you feel about it, but he has exceeded every expectation in his first game imaginable. Yeah, you, you nailed it. Uh, one thing I was looking for is just to have less than four goals scored on us. I feel like that's hard to come by nowadays. And I wanted to see, like, if a goalie can, like, make a difference in that or is it just the defense leaving the goalies out to dry? And there were a few moments out there where Levi was kind of left to dry. And there was also probably, like, two times where the Rangers had, like, an open free goal and they missed messed that up, so. Yeah, there's the one I can think of, uh, the Labushkin giveaway. Both yeah. that. And uh, I think it was Cheadle who just had just got an awesome extension. I think Rangers fans should be excited about that. Um just gave it right back to Levi, who was down and out. So a, a lot of luck came into it, but um, 
Levi, here we'll get into the numbers. Uh, nine three nine save percentage in his first game. He stopped thirty one to thirty three shots. And the two goals that went in, the first can't one really, the first you one can't really say, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a kid who I don't know, but I. I was just happy the whole game. I couldn't believe he was playing. I couldn't believe I was watching him play. It felt like um, the start of something new. Uh, do you remember the the Ryan Miller masks when we were kids in street hockey? Yeah, yeah. They accept every kid, at least one kid who everyone hung out with had the Ryan Miller mask yeah. for street hockey. You wanted to be like Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, go back to late 90s, Hashik was the guy and it, it just feels like something new it feels authentic when UPL started it didn't feel like anything it, it was exciting because he was a rookie goalie but there's something I, I think about Levi. you watch him move around and you watch his reflexes and you watch the meditating before the or in between with the TV yeah, we'll have to talk about that more in depth yeah it's there's something so unique like you just watch him and it's just different. It's not something you're used to seeing in a goalie. Like obviously he's six foot, which some people see as a problem. I think he's the second shortest goalie in the league right now. Uh, just had a sorrows, but I, I, he, he says it best. Like it's it's not about that. He learned how to adapt. He made it this far. He was a seventh round pick for Christ's sakes, and now look at him. So I think um, only time will tell what's gonna happen with Levi's future, but I'm very confident in this young man. And who knows? He could be like a starter next season or just like maybe like a play half the games with someone else in a tandem, but he's he's I'd got like to sit Okay, so I had before the Rangers game I was worried that my worry was that he was gonna lose and maybe lose bad. And get because we're playing the Rangers, very high potency offense. Anything could happen, and I didn't want fans to be like right off Levi right away or say this is the kid we're putting our we're trusting with our future. But now there is a flip side to that coin that I forgot about is now people want him to be the starter next year, and I think that's a lot to put on his shoulders. I think that's a lot. I don't, you want to see him start or you, I want, I want the Sabres. You have to trade for a goalie regardless, no matter what you do, there needs to be a new guy in that. And Demko is a name that comes up, Saros, whatever. But I think Levi, like it sounds crazy and don't get me wrong. He, he could not perform and the worst thing you could do, I wouldn't even call it the worst. You can just send him back down to Rochester. And waiver, there's no waivers. He can just go back down. And then, obviously, he'll have camp to prove himself. He'll have a whole off-season training. So, yeah, I, I think I think he could definitely play in the NHL next year. But the whole, let's not write him off as the starter right away, or write him on as the st- starter right now. It, let's see what he does in camp. And um, we're talking now. We, we haven't talked about the games coming up. But um, it looks like he will be starting against the Florida Panthers uh, Tuesday, April 4th, which is cannot be understated. We've said it about a lot of games this year. This is the biggest game of the year. 
This is a must-win game. And I think I think Levi loves being a net for that. I think that's what he wants, and I think he knows the uh, reality of the game. Also, his former team. Also, his former team. It's it, and their former team looks to be starting Alex Lyon for his fourth straight game. No Bobrovsky or Spencer Knight. So there's that. It's I'm ex- I'm very excited. We'll. I want to stay on topic with Levi and not really get off the rails too much about this Florida game, but we'll get into it. But um, yeah, we'll we'll continue talking about Levi. He meditates in during the TV timeout. It started in the World Juniors when they did TV timeouts for the first time in his career, and he just kind of s- stuck with it. Um, he'll he'll go, he'll skate out ten feet in front of his crease, face the net, and just breathe. He'll get his breathing in a, in a constant rhythm and it says he says it helps him get into the next play and uh I don't know if you saw it's from a it's from Star Wars yeah the first one right with Dark um, yeah the it would be the first one canonically yeah it's crazy stuff which is awesome because yeah. that's a good movie and um <laughs> Which is like the whole personality around Levi is just—it's something so fresh and new, and it's—he's like a way. Like he's just very confident in himself, but he's not like he just sounds smart. He's not—he's not. I—I yeah. not, I remember they asked him about his height, and he said that the job's the same. All I have to do is stop the puck. Like it's the same game for everyone. If you're six four, six foot, if you're the goalie, all you have to do is keep the puck out of the net and. If he can adapt in the NHL to use to not see his height as an if he doesn't see it as a disadvantage, there's no reason to look at it as a disadvantage. Yeah. Because a, a number a, a number says so. Love the kid. Can't say enough. I'm excited for this Florida game to see him. I think it'll be a huge test because it's a must-win game for Florida too. It's going to feel like a playoff game. They finally let the beast out of the cage. I guess you could. They say. did. I, did you see Skinner's interview? I assume. Yeah, yeah, that was that was great. That was great. that whole game was a, a really good game for the culture. Even if we don't make the playoffs this year, which I think we might. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, but it's in their hands. It's in their hands, which is nice. We can quick little uh, numbers play here. The Sabers can currently max out at ninety five points, and I'm pretty sure. The Islanders. I think only Pittsburgh can beat them, right? Yeah, I think the Islanders max out at ninety-four. Pittsburgh around the same. Uh, I think I Pittsburgh ninety-six, and then yeah. Islanders, Florida, ninety-five. But if we beat Florida, they can't max out at ninety-five. That's why it's the, it's such a huge game. Regulation too is very crucial. Throw them out the building. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, we're we're coming to a point in the season where fan appreciation night on the 13th could be a playoff clinching game. I will be at that game. I was going to ask you off stream, but if you want to come, I'm going with some cousins, and you're you're invited, obviously. 100. Yes, I was going to. They're giving away t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it could be a playoff clinching game in that building. Oh my! It, it's surreal. We're we're in April. And we're talking about playoffs being in the Sabres' hands. 
in Casey Middlestat's hands, who I think we owe an apology to. Yeah, I think he's sitting at 49 points right now, so he's about to break 50. And I, we, we've given our fair share of Casey Middlestat apologies, I feel like, but yeah, solid. He's been solid ever since I think, I think we owe him one an episode. Yeah, for the rest until, of our Until yeah. we forget. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of off topic. Um, Skinner scores the overtime winner against New York. Doesn't do a celebration. Points at Levi. They all skate to Levi. It's a big celebration. It's his first win in his first game, and he played great. Um, I think that was a great culture game, and I think that will be looked at for a while. Him pointing to Levi and just skating straight to him, it was, it was awesome. That that's that's just stuff you love to see. This you wouldn't see that with uh, the 2016-17 Sabers. That's for sure. You're you're seeing it now. Like crazy. would probably celebrate with the with the opposing fans and forget who Devin Levi is. I'm kidding. He probably won't. But did you see that video I sent you of Eichel's hat trick the other night? That was a while ago, right? When he picked out Maybe the hat. A week or two ago, yeah. Yeah. Just every goal, just pissed off, didn't care. It's like I don't know if he was just trying to be like, yeah, that's what I do, but like he went like seven to ten games without like a goal or a point or something, and then. He gets a hat trick, and each goal he just looks pissed. He's just like, "Yep." What did Randy Moss, Randy Moss say? Postman don't celebrate when he deliver the post. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jack Eichel. I, I mean, I, I don't look at that as he's pissed off. I, I don't know. That's just playoff clinched. Playoff Jack Eichel, who will be watching this year. But I don't want to talk about that because we're in April talking about the Sabers having the playoffs. In their hands. They they are at the wheel. They can write their own story. It's insane. It's insane. I'm really, really... I think our chances are around like 3%. It's been floating around. That's the money puck odds. It goes anywhere yeah. from like 5 to 18. It's, it's, if we win tomorrow, it'll shoot up. Mm-hmm. It'll shoot up like crazy. Um, the Islanders lost last night two to one to the Canes, which is huge because now the Islanders, who a lot of people presumed that wild card one spot was set in stone, theirs were three games in hand at them and six points back. And not to mention they have four games remaining, so they don't have like a lot of ground to just take. And Pittsburgh were two games back, uh, five points behind. So, uh, it, it's Pittsburgh's got a pretty easy schedule coming up. I think they play. Let me pull up their schedule real quick. I think the team would beat now is just the Islanders. I think the Penguins are gonna make it. There's, it seems pretty set in stone that like Crosby's not gonna let them miss the playoffs. Penguins play the Devils, the Wild, the Red Wings, the Blackhawks, and the Blue Jackets. Wings, Black uh, Blackhawks, and Blue Jackets are are pretty gimme games, and with a veteran well, team, Pittsburgh's been losing some questionable games. I really wish they lost to Philly. They yeah. lost that questionable game. Yeah. Um. Now let's take a look at the uh, Florida Panthers' remaining schedule. I I would like to. They play Buffalo obviously tomorrow night, as of recording tomorrow night, as of releasing tonight. So I think we got to stoke up this game. 
because I, I hope I hope we get a lot of listeners for this episode because this is probably the most exciting saber season in the last decade. Yeah, if not longer. Sorry, we froze out a bit. Little technical difficulties. Um, uh, we're gonna fire the intern responsible for this. <laughs> we have laid off several hundred employees in the last month, and we will not stop. Um, no, but it has to be the most exciting Saber season in a decade. I can't. Uh, maybe the ten game win streak, but that really was tarnished after the ten game win streak. Yeah, which was in November. So did, did did we pick first overall? The was that the year we picked Darlene after? No, Dal, that was Darlene's rookie season. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. He he was part of the team. Um, Florida Florida Panthers play Buffalo on Tuesday, then they play Ottawa on Thursday, Washington on Saturday, and then Toronto and Carolina. So they have a pretty tough schedule coming up. I can see them losing their last two, maybe three games, but. Again, that's speculation. Um, and now let's look at um, we we want to look at the Islanders because that's the team we think realistically we could catch, have the games in hand. Islanders play Tampa, Philly, Washington, and Montreal. So who knows? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um. So it's so weird. It's April, and we're still standing during the playoffs. Yeah, this is this is crazy, and it's only yeah. going to go up from here. You'd hope, you'd really hope. You'd think by now we would be um, talking about Savoy, Kulik, who's setting records in the AHL. I didn't know if yeah. you saw that most goals by an eighteen-year-old, and kind of a cherry-pick stat, but um, not, never, nevertheless. He's doing something no one else has done at 18 in the AHL, so good for him. But we're not really focused on that. We could talk about all these prospects we got, but we're honed in on the team, and I think that's great and not what I expected, where I expected us to be in April. April. Yeah. So uh, I just saw the lines for tomorrow. Skinner, Thompson, Tuck, Paterka, Cousins, Cousins Quinn, Middlestead, Jost, Greenway, Gergensen's Krebs, Akposo, which means Victor Olsen will be sitting out. Okay, good, because I was going to bring up, I saw a tweet that I saw Olsen and Jost switch, rotating in and out. Mm-hmm. Now I was going to ask what you thought about that if Olsen plays, but I, I think Don Granado's made a good decision. Yeah, I'm glad he's finally... Keep Jost in the line. Up, bidding out no reason to pull him out. Yeah, I'm so glad we're past uh, carousel, but like putting players back in Rochester for like a game or two. That was a tough time, and they just ended up sending Benny Hinostroza down anyway. Stillman Labushkin too. I just thought Bryson's not playing, which is Stillman Labushkin is our bottom pair. And si- so great having Samuelson back. We didn't even talk about that. The yeah. team is healthy. We we were missing Samuelson for a while, Tuck for a bit. Thompson was out the last two, maybe 30 games. Um, but everyone's back. We're healthy. We have five games left, and we need every single one of them. And 
Yeah, I'm very happy with that line. You don't take Jost out of the lineup. I think that's known now. Yeah, I really hope he returns next season, too. He's been a solid piece for that bottom six that we just haven't had in a long, long time. Those four lines are really good. Like, I don't have any complaints with those four lines, especially with Greenway playing how he is. We didn't even talk about Greenway's goal against the Rangers. Did you see that? The one-handed, yeah, just unreal. That's, it takes it's a lot ball. of skill for that. The the chip shot from Casey Middlestat who mm-hmm. was going to the bench. What a play. And then the one-hand, 6-6. Six, six. I think the defenseman was a big guy, too. It's not like he was going against a small defenseman. I think the defenseman was 6-4, six, 6-5. Six, um, takes it right to the net, scores, scores in the next game against Philly. So he's heating up. He's playing good. He's he he was new when we were we weren't hating on him, but we and were, I think he was dealing with an injury, and then he sat out a couple games. I think he's fully recovered now. Then I think he has two goals in two games since he's been back. So perfect. Couldn't ask for more from a bottom cadet at the moment. Bottom six was sometimes that third line's one of our best lines, but we we have. Our top two lines back full strength now with Thompson being back. Kids line has been playing out of its mind. Mm-hmm. Out skating just way faster than anyone who's out there, which you want to see. Jack Quinn's a hyper-intelligent player. Yeah, I wanted to get to Jack Quinn real quick. <clears throat> he When he gets the puck in the slot, it's something magic is going to happen or it's going to come really close to it. He the little toe drag he has or just creating space and using he's not a small guy he's like six one maybe six foot so he can he uses his body and gets around and gets a shot usually on that and it's very high quality chance most of the time creating something oh yeah and that first goal against the rangers where he set that up and then cousins no look behind the between the legs of paterka back door was also a fantastic goal yeah, that that was just. I think, think Paterka made a big play too to keep it in mm-hmm. before he even scored. So it, it's 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 really exciting. I'm trying hard not to get married to the idea that the Sabers are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, but got uh, realistic expectations right now. But it's it's a, it's April and we're caring so. If there's less than 10 games left and we're still looking, it's a win. If if we miss, this is worst case scenario, we missed the playoffs by like a point. How many of these games are we going to look back at? A uh, few come to mind. Two against Philly, one against Columbus. I think the team lost to Chicago. Then Arizona game beginning of the year. Maybe that was during the streak, the eight-game streak. And then there was those Pittsburgh games that went back-to-back. Where Skinner got uh, suspended, oh and, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of lost in that game and gave Pittsburgh a point and lost us a point. So you can look. It'll be that. a lot, yeah. But it's it's kind of what you want the problems to be is like just stupid mistakes that you can grow off of. You don't want it to be like, oh, that's a clear problem that needs major fixing. No, this is just a young team who is going to find their way. Streaky and. Yeah, when you said eight-game losing streak, if we won three of those now, I mean, we didn't, So, but just pretend we won three of those. We're in a playoff spot right now, and that it's 
just something as simple as that, not going on an eight-game losing streak. I think that really and I put a link on, um, like the defensive depth we kind of have. I'd say for the top four. I mean, you got Samuelson. The record when he's in versus the record when he's out is very, it's night and day. It's very clear he brings something that the team needs. Darlene doesn't have to play half an hour a night. Power's not in high 20s. So take some weight off their shoulders, and he's just a defensive presence that you need. And then um, that goes to show that, like, this offseason, you're going to need to probably upgrade Yoki Haru for just a defensive guy who similar play style to Matias Samuelson, who just shuts the game down. And especially if you go with a young team next year, which I think is going to be the plan. I think we have no choice but to go with a young team. Younger than this year, though. That's the... Who knows what Savoy... Because Savoy can't go to the AHL next year. Kulik looks like he's just can't go back to the AHL. Like, that just... He's just too good for it. So, we'll see. There's there's a lot of time between that happens. There's going to be trades in free agency. There's going to be a draft. So, we don't know what the lineup will be. It's all speculation right now. And it just feels like we'll be at least the same age as we are now, if not younger. That's just how one thing I'm confident in is Victor Olsen will not be here. That if there's one guy that's gone, it's definitely him. Him being scratched to, uh, tomorrow or tonight is um is the telltale sign. It's a playoff yeah. push. They want their best guys in and Olafson's out. That's pretty much black and white how it is. I don't expect him to be in a Sabres jersey. I wish him well. I think he'll be yeah a good goal scorer on another team. But there's definitely somewhere where they can get the most out of him. I just don't think it's here. Um, I think we could fetch a, a pretty penny for him, too. Maybe nothing crazy, but he's got 26 he got a, goals He got a year. first for Richard Linen. So there's definitely a team out there that's looking at him like first-round equivalent. But who knows? Kevin Adams just has that nice guy energy on the phone. People want to pay up. I got this really uh, big Finnish defenseman. He scored the gold medal goal in the World Juniors. He's He's got swagger. He's a minus 255. He's cool. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a living person and a first-round draft pick. Ah, that sounds all right. And a second this year. Oh, when, where, when like, that player turns out to be like a really – like one of those second rounders who's like top line, like a Miko Rantanen. Yeah. Just to put salt in the wound. Yes, yeah, a little cherry on top. I'm I'm they good thing they finally beat Philly though. Mm-hmm. That was uh obviously a must win game, but you lost twice to them this season, maybe three. Or is it two? Once in the twice and once in the goat heads. So yeah. And if you go you don't lose in the goat heads. You yeah. don't. Especially to Philly. Who else did we lose? We have the Oz games this coming year, or this year. I think we have one more. Is it the last game? Uh, I think it might be Fan Appreciation Night. The third yeah. thing it's Ottawa, because they're giving away a goat head T-shirt. Yeah, I, I would definitely want to be there. That would be. That's the game to go to. I think we're getting tickets today, and right now they're for, for front row three hundreds. It's like seventy bucks. It's not too bad. I would pay it. I haven't been to a game in a while. Um, so personally, recommend getting a 
or the game tonight or tomorrow because oh, if yeah. they win, those are doubling so yeah if they if they win yeah those are going to be i was uh downtown for the levi game i was at dinner and i was like we're downtown let's see what tickets are for the levi game and i was excited because i thought i was going to go and i think tickets for 120 and they just kept going up yeah would have been would have been maybe worth it if i had a stable income and <laughs> a stable disposable income yeah but uh yeah that i think that's the last time we'll wear the goat heads and i believe next year we have the goat heads again right yeah. i think it was a two-year alternate it's the last it's the last year of adidas but i'm pretty sure it's supposed to be three years but who knows with the fanatics thing so i'm gonna be i i forgot about that for like a second I know I knew it, but I forgot about fanatics. Oh yeah, and then just powered by mode. I forgot who posted this, but the Sabers, so they can request if they do make the playoffs. Hypothetically, they can request to wear the go heads, but they will be forced to wear them every home game, which is even better. So if they do make the playoffs, yeah, oh god, that they if they don't that. do that, oh my god. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. That's too exciting. Yeah, but you got to do. If you make the playoffs, I think that's you have to do that. Are you prepared for to switch to that full time? The go ahead. I think that's going to happen. Maybe with the first year of the fags deal, that's the main jerseys. I don't. I don't know. I do really like the royal blue, and I really like the go ahead. So. Mm-hmm. I think whatever they do, whatever the first year Fanatics jersey is, I think there's, I don't think there's going to be an alternate jersey. That's just how it's been in the past with um, Adidas and Reebok. And when new jersey manufacturers take over, they usually don't give teams an alternate the first year. But what's a better way to, from a business standpoint, to take advantage of it than just give the go-ahead because that's clearly what everyone wants like it the jersey the game sell out the jersey sell out the, the players play better they they look better feel evil yeah they they're evil except when they play philly you know it's it just makes too much sense that from a business standpoint not to do that and then from a fan standpoint it might suck to lose the royal and maybe even the main logo but that's definitely could stay as an alternate or something but, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think I'd like to. I, I don't know. This is what we wish for. We've always wanted the goat head to come back, the red and black to come back, and now we have it. At the worst time possible, the worst brand possible, just bought the rights to make NHL jerseys for the players, not just the what that game. Oh it's so bad. I can't even fathom how bad it is. Why'd you have to bring that up? That sucks so bad. Ten years of fanatics jerseys. Connor Connor Bedard's prime. <laughs> the big on the back. I don't know. Maybe they'll surprise everyone. Who knows? Who cares? This world is so fucking fucked up. <laughs> um Yeah. Play I think Edmonton wore their comet jerseys. When the play- they were the, for the playoffs, they were an alternate. I don't remember if it was the comments, but they were an alternate. If they're given the option, where they go, heads in the playoffs. But 
what would they wear away? They would just be the away royal blue. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, that would be. I'd be two as jersey. Yeah, two records. Yeah, there's something about the royal blue, Graham. I don't know what it is. Levi might have broke the curse, but it's it's just strange. Here's their home record. 15, 20, and 4. And then how many wins do they have in the go-ahead? 9, 8, 8 or 9. So they had 7, 20, and 4? Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the those losses is a, is a go-ahead loss. So don't... Yeah. 7, 19, and 4, dude. Yeah. 7, 19, and 3, if you count. Oh, dangerous okay. game. Yeah, that's just a weird stat. That's... It's a strange season for sure. Um, you definitely feel it. Have if you're a playoff team being that bad at home, like luckily they're twenty two eleven and three on the road, which, which is, is also a weird stat. It, I don't know. I'm looking quickly to see what teams are better. Obviously, Carolina, New Jersey, Rangers, Boston on the road. I'm uh, that seems to be it in the East. Colorado, Dallas, Vegas. Seattle, those are the only teams better than the Sabres on the road. All very good teams. Yeah. So we're in we're in good company for that. But um, what what else do we have to talk about that I feel like we could be missing it? I don't talked about yeah. Biggest stories right now are Levi and the fact that we're alive in April. Mm-hmm. Usually we're dead by February. So. This is just strange. Yeah, I was kind of preparing to go into this episode just depressed, or maybe we'd maybe just take a week off and just go into the next one because we'd have nothing to talk about. But here we are with grasping onto our chance that's somehow still there. We got bailed in. And it feels like it's not even like a, all these things have to happen. All that has to happen is we have to win. It's mm-hmm. up to us. We're, it's not up to us because we don't play. We're we're scratched, but I realized how bad Washington fell off. Holy cow. Yeah. They were right yeah. up uh, with us in February. They were like they one of the more games played than the Sabres, and they're four points back, tied with Detroit and Ottawa. Ottawa's got 80 points. Ottawa could be a sneaky team, but now they're out. They've got Ottawa seven plays, I think. They play us and um, Florida, so they play two of the teams in the race, so they're definitely not out of it yet. Ottawa can max out at 90 points. Islanders and Pittsburgh are at 87, 86. Florida's 85. It's, 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 yeah. It's, 85 or 95? Max out? They can max, they have five games remaining, and they have 80 points. They can max out at 90. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. Everyone would have to lose out except them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were talking about it last episode, breaking the eighty-two point mark, which I didn't even know we got in fifteen sixteen. Yeah, we're sitting at eighty-one right now. Yeah, we. I kind of thought eighty-one was kind of out of the picture almost. I thought we were gonna lose lose out, but here we are. We're at the mark. Getting smoked. We were getting yeah. just spanked by everyone. It's now that we got Thompson fully healthy. He was playing injured for a little bit too. Tuck looks like back to himself. Hat trick. We didn't even talk about Tuck's hat trick against Tuck, Philly. But 
Huck got a hat trick. Yeah. His third goal, I hate to keep blowing smoke up Jack Quinn, but that play from Jack Quinn is just on the penalty kill. Casey yeah, Middleton Huck, resist, by the way. Wait, maybe he's over 50 points now. No, he's at 49. Oh, okay. I, I checked today because I saw the... I saw the stat for all the players to break 50 in the drought, and mm-hmm. it's only the best players that have played with us, and Casey's one apple or goal away, and he's heating up, and I think he's going to play better with Jost and Greenway because I think Tyson Jost just turned something on in Casey Middlestat. Something to note real quick from that Flyers game. I didn't even notice watching. Tuck and Skinner had a combined 13 shots on net. Skinner was seven, Tuck at six, but, like, and then Cousins and Gergensons had three, but, like, sprinkle some ones around, that's it. So they really kind of carried that game. I didn't realize that. Which is what you want in this stretch. Of the yeah, you want your best players playing their best, and Jeff Skinner's having his best season of all time by far. Alex Tuck is as well. Tate Thompson is as well. Tate Thompson is not a fluke. There is no question about it. He is a legit top center in this league. When he's healthy, he's definitely, I, I, would, I would say confidently, with several Sabres logos on me, this is not biased. He is a top five center in the league. Could be a top three next year if he can repeat what he did. And he's been injured. We're talking about a guy we anticipated him being 50 goals, 100 points. Yeah, I. that's what I wanted to get into right now. I was going to ask you, what do you do you think Thompson hits that mark? He's currently... 50? He's currently at 44 goals and 45 assists for 89 points. Do you think he can pull off 11 points in the remaining seven games? Seven... I, I know I think... Seth- goals for himself he's definitely looking at 100 points he's definitely looking at 50 goals i i threw a poll out there let's see what the fans said it was a no it was a resounding no i believe really because i voted no just because of the time left i don't know if it was resounding but i think it was pretty much no oh wow 61 percent votes no so the question was tage currently has 44 goals 89 points 72 72 games a season does he hit 50 goals, 100 points? Yes, had 14%. No, had 61%. Only 50 goals had 12%. And only 100 points had 13%. And that was with 132 votes. So, a lot of uh, doubt. Se- seven games, six goals, I think he, I think is possible. I mean, we're talking about a guy, how many hat tricks does he have this season? Three, four? Sounds about right, yeah. Um, I think he could score... Six more goals in seven games. I don't think he. I eleven points is tough. I don't know. I'll let takes a four point night, and he's right in it. And that's it. Takes another Halloween. Yeah, remember that Halloween game? Didn't he get like six points, three goals, three assists? Yeah. Takes another Blue Jackets game where he scores five. <laughs> I forgot it, about it, that. That's just a crazy. That was just a crazy, crazy game. And they saw Blue Jackets a couple weeks later, but McGilney was is he the only other Saber to score that many times in a game? We're talking before we were even alive or yeah. thought about like nobody fucked with us at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh fifty goals, sure. 
a hundred points, baby. It's <laughs> it's definitely possible. I don't know. I, I think I, he does. I think he does both. I think he has 101 points this season, 50 goals, 51 assists. Would you rather see him do that or the Sabres make the playoffs? Playoffs. Every, every time. <laughs> but I think it goes hand in hand in a, in a way. It goes, they Kate kind of... Playing well helps the team, yeah. Um, yeah. Him scoring six goals in seven games helps the team. Let also wants this a playoff stage. I'm like I'm I'm really curious to what that's like. Playoff Skinner. What's that? It like? will be it will be against Boston. That's who we're who Yeah. We'll talk about it for a little bit because the playoffs are pretty much there's some matchups we know. Toronto will be playing Tampa, the Devils will be playing the Rangers, LA will be playing Edmonton. These are these are some of the ones we know. Right now Boston's chalked in to play Pittsburgh, which I think would be a fun series. Um just because of their history. If there's a possible way that the Sabres can get the first wild card spot and they'd face New Jersey. Am I right? Carolina. 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 Yeah, you're right. Um I'd rather play Boston. I I really would. I think the rivalry's there. We beat them once. What it we lost I don't know, man. One and three Carolina, I think on like we can maybe Boston's just, it just seems like a clean sweep to me. Both of them get potential to a clean sweep, but anything can happen. We still got to make it first, so we'll worry about that later. Just get We do have to make it first, but right now it feels like if we did make it, it would be Boston, which all I'm saying is that the year Tampa had like record breaking season, they got swept in the first round by Columbus Blue Jackets. Was that a COVID year, though? Was that the first bubble? Or was that the year before? I was, was definitely aware of them. It was a year prior. I remember I was a junior in high school. Looking at the standings. So, yeah, had to be prior. Hey, I mean, crazier things have happened, but mm-hmm. Boston is not that Tampa team. They seem to seem to be better. They have a 120 goal differential, plus mm-hmm. 120. Um... The opposite of Anaheim, who is at a minus one twenty-two right now. That's insane. Which is just nuts. Uh, Not yeah, I, I, I think we could beat Boston. I really do, and I know that's just because I'm a Sabres fan and I have the optimism. It's either we beat them in seven or lose in four. Yeah, I could see or it going sweep that, or or flip it. They win yeah. seven and we win in four. Yeah. Crazy there is. But Toronto and Tampa, that's happening again. Uh, happened last think, year. Tampa. I think Toronto finally breaks the... I think Matthews, he's been very... Not not to his standard this season. So I think in the playoffs, he's kind of going to take, take that jump to back to where he was and kind of explode. You see that with the playoffs all the time. There's all these guys that emerge. Like, look into Chushkin. Like, he became what he is because of the playoffs last year. He got the count because of the playoffs. So there could be a guy on the Sabres who maybe this is like an Achushkin. Maybe it's Greenway who kind of just takes that next step. And it's like, whoa, didn't see that coming. I got him I for think, a second. Talk about a guy in the West. Um, I think Jack Eichel is going to make a lot of highlight reels 
this playoffs. He's got he's got the skills. He's got the swagger. I think I think it's going to be fun to watch Vegas. But back to back to uh, Toronto. When we did our brackets last year, I had Toronto going all the way to the Cup. I really thought it was the year they broke out of that whole first round thing. And this year, I I do think again they are going to make it at least to the Eastern Conference Final. I they're they're a good enough team. They're always a good enough team. We say it every year. We look at them every year. They just need to get out of the first round. Do they get bounced in the second? Maybe hurt after all those moves they made and just another year. It's going to be funny, but it's they're tearing it apart. Maybe just you think not. I think Dubas is gone. It has to be. Yeah, him and Keith will be out of there. Who knows what they'll do, but wild. That yes. contract's going to haunt them for a while. I mean, he's still their captain and a solid player, but the decline. He's he's already declined. He's not as fast as he was. He took that scary injury in the playoffs against Montreal, and they lost that round. Obviously, if we're talking about the Leafs in a playoff scenario, they lose. It's just how it is historically, um, but yeah, who's who's your uh, who's your team from the West right now? We're not going to talk about the East because obviously it's still not finished for our our, our trusty Buffalo Sabers. Who who would you like to see from the West make a nice run? Seattle, I think they got the pieces to make it work. Um, another team is. I think Con McDavid gets it done. I, th- I feel like they're going to go to the uh, Stanley Cup this year. They have to. They need to keep moving forward. They can't take a step back. So they got smoked by Colorado last year when in yeah. the Western Conference Final. The last I mean, entertaining that that last wild card spot right now is up in the air. Winnipeg with eighty nine points and seventy seven. Calgary with eighty seven and seventy seven. Nashville creeping back in. They were selling. They have and they have eighty four points in seventy five, so two games in hand. Um they win both of those. They're ahead of Calgary and one point behind Winnipeg, so it could be a fun little race there. Yeah, it's definitely the season's winding down and I feel like last year every team in the East had a hundred points and it was yeah. pretty much set in stone for a long time who was playing who. And we're in the beginning of April, and we're, uh, the whole Central Division is up for grabs. Everyone's within a point. Um, anyone could take that first seed. Colorado, they were out of a spot for a while, weren't they? They were, yeah, they they had a lot of injuries this year and just weren't playing up to their standard for a while. But we obviously know what they can do in the playoffs. They had the most dominant playoff win since the Red Wings and I I forget what year, but since the maybe oh one I don't know. The, since the Red Wings that one time. I can see Colorado back in the in the cup. Oh yeah. They have every piece they need. What we I I have a feeling Minnesota is not making it past the first round. That's just my hot take. I, I don't think so either. Uh when Caprisov's gonna be back, but so as of right now, they'd be playing Winnipeg, and I, 
honestly think they could beat Winnipeg. I think they're another team like Toronto that seems to make the playoffs every year, gets bounced. LA is another fun team who's in the playoffs who gave Edmonton a very hard time, and they're playing again um, this year. So, I don't know, a lot of fun hockey. Playoff hockey is fun to watch. I'm really not thinking about it too much because we still have seven games of Sabres hockey to watch where playoffs are a possibility. If playoffs weren't a possibility, I'd I'd be thinking about playoff hockey. But I'm 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 very worried. We have a huge game tomorrow tonight as of recording. Yeah. Um huge game. So we got obviously the Panthers tomorrow, Red Wings, like you said. Yeah. Hurricanes, which is gonna be a, a tough one. Oh, it's Rangers. a plus with it's a twelve thirty game too. They they don't perform at twelve thirty, do they? They're not they're some of them are just waking up. Yeah. Yeah, this is a definitely very tough next five. Uh, the Red Wings can give you a run for your money. Then you got the Hurricanes, Rangers, Devils. Rangers, Devils on a back to back too. Um gonna find out what this team's made of. Yeah. If we don't make the playoffs, it's not the end of the world, but um it's in our hands. So there's no one else to blame if we don't make it but the team. Hopefully that Devils game, they're kinda just maybe they sit some guys. I don't think they will. But that's with it's the third last game. I don't know what that would be for the Devils. How many games? Let me check. That's on the eleventh, right? Yes. Devils have wait no. Yes. They have five. That's their second last game. So there's a good chance that they could be sitting. Can you check the Rangers real quick too? Yeah. Play them on Monday, April tenth. Maybe there's a chance they're sitting some. That's their second last game as well. So there, there is. What about the Hurricanes? That's a stretch. Hurricanes, I think they'll have a few more after that. Let me just check. It is yeah, they got three more three more after Buffalo. The only thing is New Jersey's three points back of Carolina for that first spot, but with a game more played. I don't know. Hockey really doesn't sit as many guys as like NFL or even NBA. Yeah. But it's a more common thing. Because they're they already got the president's trophy, so Twelve losses, man. That's that's incredible. So, yeah, they're what's the record again? Sixty, twelve, and five. And there's that's what they're at. What do you mean? That's the all-time record. Um, all-time record. Let me look that up. Hundred twenty-five points in this era of hockey is absurd. Boston was one of those teams that were counted out. Um, I... the Detroit Red Wings had sixty-two wins, hundred thirty-one points. Tampa Bay, twenty eighteen nineteen, sixty-two wins, hundred twenty-eight points. Boston is three points behind Tampa and six behind Detroit. If they win out, they uh they, they get 135 points, 65, 12, and 5, which would be they, crazy. 
Boston has the best point percentage, though, out of these teams right now, just because I, I think they have... Yeah, they have 8-12. So, yeah, definitely historical season for the league. Connor McDavid scoring 60. Said he was putting more emphasis on his scoring before the year, and he's proven it. He is the best player on ice, and we could have had him if a lottery ball fell the other way, but that didn't happen, so get over it. Probably never yeah. will. I'm I'm not upset about it. We had horrible management at that time anyway. He probably would have yeah, wanted out. Just like that would have been the exact same same story that we had. He would have scored a hundred points a season on a twenty sixty and whatever team. It's it was for the best. I think everything worked out well for us over it took a bit. It was a you bit shaky. He would have lost his love for the game if he had McDavid instead of Michael. Yeah, who was the other one from the O'Reilly trade? Berglund, who lost his love for the game. During the 10-game win streak, and I remember that, and I was like, that's weird. We're winning. Like, what's the problem, dude? St. Louis was at the bottom of the league. They, they won the cup. That, yeah, they worked. <laughs> that's really funny. I, I forget about that. That was the same year. Yeah, lost his love for the game during what I thought was a President's Trophy season. I was... But no, we were about two coaches and a general manager away from where we are now. And now our best player is Tage Thompson. <laughs> it's, it, it's really weird how we'll work that stuff out. You can't write it better. Yeah. Um, Let's get Dylan on the phone. You hear me? I hear you. You think the Sabres are making the playoffs or no? Oh, God, am I on the podcast? Yeah. I'm in a car. Um, if they win out, yes. If not, no. All right. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> that was Dylan. Hey, I think that was the last time since we were live. We did the, we yeah. did it in person. So it's been a while. It's good to hear from him. He's driving. Yeah. He's a cool cat. Yeah. It's hard to catch him. Here's the show. I was delivering pizzas the other day, and I called him, and I was like, Dylan, I have to go to the bathroom really bad. And I and I went into his house and used the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right. Um, I think that's all we have to talk about. Uh, get ready for tonight, everybody. It's the biggest game of the year. Mm-hmm. It's not a gimme. We're playing Florida. They got a... Lions playing in that, so yeah. And they also have a Matthew Kachuk and a Sam Reinhardt, so and a Radko Gudis who always yeah. seems to get on the nerves of everyone we play. So it's going to be a playoff-like game, and it is April third. It's crazy. All right, that should Anything do it. Else you want to add? No, I'm, I think that's a we Are we got an hour. <laughs> we got an hour. Uh, probably not because of what we'll have to cut out. Yeah. Yeah. Follow us on socials at GoHeadsPod. Uh, YouTube, like us, subscribe. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll be even earlier. Depends what happens with the Savers. Might be end of next week, though. I'll be out of town, but 
We'll think might be an emergency one, maybe a 15-minute one tomorrow night. Yeah. Who knows? If whatever way the game goes, depends. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for watching. All right. Thank you for listening.